0: time for The Plank Show with Josh Hilmer and Sooner Sideline reporter Chris Plank.
1: Oh, let's go. Let's go. We're back, baby. It is a Thursday edition of The Plank Show, and as always, we are live from Caven's group on a Thursday, 405-573-3048, on what is if, if the storms stay away in Norman, and it just kind of stays like this all day long. Maybe like a top five weather day in the history of July. But if those clouds intensify and we get thunderstorms all day long, I reserve the right to retract that statement. What's going on, Josh? How are you, man? It's been a minute. Uh,
0: good morning. I'm doing well. Uh, how, was your, how was your holiday festivities?
1: Good. I, um, I did my best to not bug you because I could imagine having to deal with my insanity on a nonstop basis from nine to noon, every single day you reach a point where it's like, I need more than just a weekend break. So I, I hope it was relaxing and refreshing. And I hope you got some chill time over the last few days. Did that happen?
0: I, yes. Uh, though I would say, uh You're
1: always welcome to reach out. I appreciate that.
0: Your friendship is is always missed.
1: I um, I'm getting old, Josh. I'm getting old, man. This has been a hard thing for me to accept. You got to remember, whenever let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to the era where there was a one nine in front of the year instead of a two zero. I was the youngest guy at my station for the longest time. Now, I am the oldest. Well, Steelman might have me by a few years, maybe even TJ and Toby, but you but you get my point. I'm among the elder statesmen. And it's not just professionally, right? Where that's an issue, but now in my home life, things that I used to laugh about people dealing with, I'm now dealing with Josh Helmer. Right. This doesn't have to this doesn't have to do like with a back injury or anything of that of that nature. My 4th of July, arguably, possibly, was the greatest 4th of July I've ever had in my 48 years, Josh Helmer. Maybe the greatest. The only thing that was missing was Willie C. But, of course, he's off uh, preparing to protect our country. In jump school, as we speak, the kid is jumping out of aeroplanes right now. He was afraid of sparklers when he was 12. And now he's jumping out of airplanes. But I digress. So... I had one of the greatest 4th of Julys I've ever had. I can't wait to tell you guys about it. But there's a problem because for the next 36 hours after enjoying a couple, couple of plank-grilled famous hot dogs and hamburgers, you know what's always around the house whenever you have a 4th of July get-together, Josh? Chips. Every chip imaginable. Doritos. And I ate them. And it was Amazing. Until I woke up the next morning. I am officially an old man because the only bad thing I can say about my 4th of July is that I had two days of indigestion from it. And, and everyone always has like an indigestion remedy, right? He's like, oh, why don't you just take this? Why don't you just try this? Drink a glass of milk. Go grab a Tom's. I put a pencil behind my ear and that gets rid of indigestion. Josh, this was powerful. Nothing could stop it except me just being miserable. So, as an old man, I accept now my place instead of... I, dude, I may have had three hot dogs. I mean, I I was inspired. Inspired by Joey Chestnut uh, in just watching the thing. I may, I may have had a couple burgers. But it's carrots and hummus and broccoli because the pain of a hangover, um, uh, a headache, any of those, when it starts messing with, like, your digestive system, it's a, I'm back to normal today. It is Thursday. I did this to myself on Monday and Tuesday. That is the sign of an aged, weary, tired old man. I just have to accept it, Josh. It is my plot in life.
0: Yeah, the... <laughs> The hot link decision for me wasn't necessarily a great one either. Hot link, a couple of hot dogs and uh, a cheeseburger. Dude,
1: it was uh it was fun. But everything was good. You get some family times, you guys celebrate. Did you do the fireworks? No fireworks. Uh
0: took in, you know, obviously watching fireworks, but uh it was really cool. My my aunt and uncle from Iowa that I don't see all that much. They were in town, so it's, you know, that that was that was kind of neat.
1: I feel like and, by the way, a, a quick a couple quick kudos here off the bat. Um, 909, we're going to get to all, all the news that we need to talk about. We got – you know, last time we were on the air, it was Friday at, at Baker's camp, and we spent, you know, most of the day talking about Baker and talking football. And I think we even got into some players from that Sooners Wire article that we thought could impress and stand out this year. But I um, I – a couple, couple quick thank yous, and then we'll move on. This is the – this is where – the guest speaker or the youth pastor or somebody comes up and is like, all right, we've got a few announcements before we get going with the sermon here today. Amen, amen. Number one, thank you to Casey and Brian Vineyard, our our bosses, the owners of the Ref Radio Network, whom from day one, Josh, have invested in the station. And I I haven't walked in there yet because for some reason our first day back, and our first two days back together, we're going to be in separate locales. But I hear everything with the home studio is amazing. The new studio is amazing, right? It
0: It is a whole new world in here. It uh, It's like a professional radio studio. Who who would have thunk it? No, it really – it the whole – not even just this radio studio renovation, which uh, <laughs> the power of the ref was very clear. The influence of the ref was very clear – over the course of this extended holiday break to get this <laughs> renovation work done the amount yeah. of people that reached Holy out wait smiles. a second what's going on with the ref where are you guys panicking when are you back when are you back <laughs> that that was pretty cool to see but not even just this renovation here plank but the the main studio renovation and just the the building itself yeah what Brian and Casey have done here mm.
1: it's uh it's, it's incredible cool i'm proud to bring people and show them around and it's just it's really, really neat to see. So that's number two, and that's why we got, you know, maybe what would be considered one or two extra days of a break. I I hope I hope that most of your bosses weren't the kind of people that said, Listen, the fourth is on a Tuesday. Get in here and you work on this Monday. I hope. Don't know if that's the case or not. But anyway, so thank you. Thank you to them. Number two, uh, thanks to the city of Norman. The fireworks display was awesome. Now, I I think I quickly realized why, what was the state question for recreational marijuana? Was it like, because it it wasn't 420, it was like 820 or something like that. Yeah. I realized why it got so unanimously shot down whenever I was walking around. And again, I'm just, quick little thought. Y'all, you should probably treat your marijuana use kind of how people treat their alcohol use. Like, you don't need to be walking down the middle of the street slugging a Bud Light just like you you blowing your your roach smoke out amongst all the kids watching a fireworks display Agreed. is is a reason why people revolt against it
0: yeah just say inappropriate just saying. inappropriate just
1: saying and it was bro everywhere again you do you but when you say things like i can't believe this hick place oklahoma Shot down recreational marijuana. Oh, I get it. I absolutely get it. Um, so, that, that was that's one. Number 2. Um, old man moment out of the way. Number 2. Thank you to the trails. I think we're on 3 by the way. Thank you to the trails. trailsgolf.com. Uh, I have been so impressed with that becoming a regular I that wasn't you uh, Bob from Summit. Uh, the the trails has become a regular part of my life. And not just because I love golf, but from a social perspective and a family perspective. And their 4th of July celebration is one that's open to the public and you can come be a part of it. It was amazing, man. It was one of the coolest crowds I've ever seen there. And it was a, a cool fireworks show. Shout out and a quick thank you to my peeps in my beloved town of Washington. Washington. Josh, we had a fireworks show on, I think it was, was it Friday night? Maybe it was, Saturday, it was Saturday night. Saturday night. And it was the first time they'd ever done it. Uh, Mayor Joel did an incredible job. I saw the uh, the First Lady Mary there uh, of Washington, too. So I was really happy for uh, for our town and the great fundraiser for the Washington girls golf team that raised some money. So it was a really, really fun weekend all the way around, Josh. And I also wanted to give a, a big thumbs up to NBC and TV for somehow not being able to come to an agreement in the middle of the freaking NASCAR race that they cut out of on Sunday, so is there anyone else we needed to think while we're at it? In the middle of the freaking race, get your ass together! In the middle, I'm watching this, and there's a scroll across the bottom. I'm like, oh, Happy Holidays! Well, at least, yeah, at least we uh, we'll get to watch this, and boom, gone. Figure it out. There can't be that many people asleep at the wheel. And I did say, Will, that didn't realize you were in the middle of a freaking event when the thing got yanked off the air. Well, I mean, I understand that you can have contractual issues, and I understand that nobody cares about NASCAR but me and maybe a couple of you, but that's ridiculous. And I think it only happened in OKC. I don't know if it happened up in Tulsa or not. You guys can let me know. I think those are two different companies that own the NBC affiliates. But that was abhorrent. That was abysmal. That was a middle finger to racing fans in Oklahoma City. It's not our fault. It's not our fault. Somebody should have said, hey, this thing's delayed. Um, if, can we find a way just to give at least another hour? Nope. No, you can't. It did it on streaming, too. I don't know how it knew. I was like, oh, cool. I'll pull up the app. Nope. Gone. Anyway. I- so it was a good race. <laughs> Oh, man. And from the point I saw it, it was incredible. incredible. But then yeah, I didn't get to watch it much. Here's the stories that I feel like we've missed and to quickly try to put from an Oklahoma Sooner perspective, Josh Helmer, an Oklahoma Sooner perspective, just the the cliff notes, and then we'll go in depth when we come back from what we've missed since the last time we were on the air on Friday. Sound good to you? I've got a little list here. You let me know if I leave anything out. Okay. All right. Um, first of all, Aaron Parks is back. Now, again, some of these stories you might say, I knew about that on Friday. We left the air at noon on Friday. Okay? Don't hate. Just embrace. Aaron Parks is back. After entering his name in the transfer portal, uh, he decided to return to Oklahoma. And I'm not... I know there's some out there that are always kind of pumping their chest up and like, once you leave the portal, you're gone. I think that there can be a gray area to that, especially especially whenever you're looking at a position where he's got a chance to play. You jumped in there. Some people you might say, listen, if you jump in the portal, we're going to go replace you. Aaron Parks jumped in the portal. Rough time because there's just not a lot out there at the offensive line perspective, and you don't really know with your freshman yet what they have. Josh, I had no problem with welcoming him back and bringing him back to Oklahoma. So Aaron Parks being back, big story for OU football when you talk about the depth of that O-line. Oh, huge. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Oklahoma also received a fourth wide receiver for its 2024 class. They now have 11 commitments. And Ivan Carrion. Carrion? Carrion? Carrion. Carrion. Verbally committed to the Sooners. Six-foot-six. Pass catcher for, for Carrion. He was committed to Tech until Thursday. Recruited by Emmett Jones when he was there. And he flips to the Sooners over Purdue, Texas Tech, and Texas. Who else was on that list for him? Purdue, Texas Tech. Oh, in Texas State. Oh, GJ Kinney getting on that list. So we'll we'll get into a little bit there, but Josh, they continue to add pieces to that twenty four class at the receiver position. You could tell that Emmett Jones had some guys that he really wanted to bring with him when he got this job.
0: And mission accomplished on Mr. Carry on.
1: He's a beast. All right. What else did we miss? I I, I guess it's fair to say that. Maybe just maybe we're looking at a rather tense week at Big Twelve Media Days coming up next week in which in what will be the last trip for the Sooners to Dallas for Big Twelve Media Day. This, of course, after the first team, all Big Twelve was announced, and basically there there was one Sooner. Now, again, I want to pull back a bit and say this. I understand that these polls are really for our enjoyment and amusement and conversations. I completely and totally get it. But whenever I whenever I saw that, it was just it was a little bit over the top. Uh, that seems like a little much. Ethan Downs, by the way, who got married over the weekend, preseason all big twelve. Not a good season, right? 6'4", 270-pound guy. We had a great chance to really get to talk to him and know him throughout the year. Uh, he was you know, one of the first guys that jumped on with Strengthening Oklahoma, which is now under that um, collective umbrella at Oklahoma. But, I mean, I, I didn't really have a problem at all with him being on the All-Big 12 team. I guess my surprise was, Josh, that was it. I kind of thought there might be a few other guys. I thought that – You know, we haven't seen Walter Rouse play a game yet, but Wanya Morris was preseason All-Big 12 without playing a game. Maybe that speaks to a little bit more depth on the offensive line in this league. A little bit surprised about Guyton. Maybe that's me building him up too much. I don't know if you guys want to get into a fight about Drake Stoops not being on there because there are so many talented receivers in this league. Javante Barnes, again, just a guy that, I don't know if we've seen too much. It, of the people that you could complain about. I don't really, I don't really know Stutzman, but then you got Jalen Ford. Uh, so that's kind of a tough battle with the linebackers in this league. I, don't, I didn't find myself and I try not ever to getting too upset over a preseason all big 12 team.
0: Yeah, you can't, you, you can't, you're projecting out. And yet two of the guys that we would have projected out maybe on in both Rouse and Guyton, like you mentioned, they didn't, Get the benefit of the projections for Oklahoma. So uh, just use it. Use it as fuel.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it was supposed to be used for fuel last year.
0: And unfortunately, it kind of wound up being, I don't know, accurate.
1: Yeah. Jalen Daniels, Offensive Player of the Year. Jalen Ford, Defensive Preseason Player of the Year. And Treshawn Ward, transfer into Kansas State as the newcomer of the year. So that's. Anything I'm missing on the football side of things, Josh? That they had the. I think Brett McMurphy had the tweet that laid out the Sooners would be favored in 11 of their 12 games during the 23 season. So that kind of that was a. I thought, hey, that's worth a segment coming up later this week. But anything football wise, I guess on the recruiting side, you had the uh, the defensive lineman that had the Sooners down to his final three whenever he set the commitment date. For Joseph Jonah Ajonye. So he's going to set his commitment date for, let's see, July 6th at 9 Central Time. So tonight at 9 o'clock Central Time. Sounds like Georgia. W- Sounds like Georgia? Okay. Well, then I won't waste any more time on that. But Joseph Jonah, uh, am I even close to saying Joseph that Joseph
0: Jonah right? Ajonye. He nailed it. Wow, look at me.
1: Anything else football-wise I'm missing? Uh,
0: did get another prediction that came down for running back Taylor Tatum. That was from uh, Texas's rivals insider Brandon Holland. So nice, nice little bit of recruiting news there.
1: Has anyone on the on the text line or even the message boards pointed out that we need more than receivers and running backs yet? Or is that would I be the first one to bring that up? <laughs>
0: uh, no, I don't think you would be the first one. <laughs>
1: So Tatum projected, Oh you Josh, I like him a lot. Of a guy who I watch their huddle tape, and you just see like, whoa, this this kid's something else. And baseball wise, stud. So there's all the football news. You might be saying to yourself, Planks nine twenty two, we turn to you for softball information. How can you be twenty two minutes into your show and not talk about two tweets from Patty Gasso? Well, i I'll hold on, everybody. I told you I wanted to get through what we missed over the last few days in football. When we come back, let's dive into the softball side of things. The sooner a roster grows by a few. We'll give you what we know next. We're live from Cavens on a Thursday. With Josh Elmer, I'm Chris Plank. It's the wrap. Just for clarification, the preseason teams, I don't know why I'm – I don't know why I'm saying this slowly like I'm hammered this morning. The preseason teams, they only release like a first team and then three spots. I mean, so if, if you're well, – we're second teamers. They don't. They, they just do one team, Josh. And so if I, I haven't even had a chance. I just saw a couple things on Twitter that were like, well, what about the second team? They, I think they used to do like an honorable mention. But I don't, I don't think we've ever been in a place where they've done preseason second and third teams too
0: yeah just uh
1: wow that just was, the first th-
0: that was really loud sorry about that uh, yeah just the first teams yeah so I
1: nothing to get too upset about No, I've seen a a handful of it uh, out there across that very very necessary twitter dot com way, speaking of Twitter did you join the trend last night of starting a new threads page because I did not
0: uh, no not yet but uh I, I'm I don't know. I mean, how long is this thing going to last?
1: <laughs> I feel like we do this about once every six months. Wasn't there another social media site that there a couple was. Of weeks ago, and then it was like, yeah, this kind of sucks. I-, I feel like the same thing is happening with threads. Imagine a Twitter feed where you can't choose an organized timeline that gives you things in, a, in sequential order. Imagine how, if it's, again, the algorithm selecting what you like and when you want to see it. Let me ask you this. Go ahead.
0: I'm, I'm Zuckerberg. I've got all the money in the world. How could you possibly roll it out in that fashion? I don't know. I mean, how, I just, how could you make that type of mistake? Oh, we're working I, through this or that. I mean, aren't you rich enough
1: to not have mistakes? I, I thought Blue Sky was the next thing. And I uh, I even went out and I was like, "Oh, I'll get a use uh, a blue sky account." And then the next thing I know, you got to, like, "I've got to ask for permission to have an account on your site." Get out of here with that. So I'm out on that. And I I I looked at Threads and it sucks. Twitter might be terrible, but I mean, I'm okay. I I haven't reached my rate limit again yet, Josh, so maybe uh maybe that's good. Maybe I'm not using as much social mediaing as I thought I was.
0: I, I likewise have not reached the hmm? <laughs> the messaging limit either. So, yeah, that, that is positive.
1: So, as we welcome you back into the Plank Show at 930, please use that Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line all day long, 405-651-3439, or two dudes that are still on Twitter, at Plank Show, that's me, at Josh on Ref, and everybody should be following us at KREF. Now, Patty Gasso has a way of brilliantly using social media in that she, well, never does. <laughs> but when she does, it tends to resonate. So for the first time since April 2nd, Patty Gasso sent out a tweet. That was an original tweet from her account at GassoPatty. On July 3rd, it was a go boomer with two bombs as the O's. And then about this time yesterday, it was a second go boomer. So if you're doing the math that I'm doing, Josh, that would lead me to believe that two players are coming to the University of Oklahoma. Is that magnificent deduction or what?
0: Well, that's what I was thinking, too, is we had an unaccounted boomer. Now, Go boomers have not been for staff additions right. in the past. Correct.
1: That is correct. So we're thinking, so, we're
0: thinking there's another transfer
1: portal name, another transfer, And I, I, I think you and I were actually texting about this the other day. Uh, obviously Peyton Monticelli has gone to her Twitter or Instagram account to announce that she is on her way to the university of Oklahoma. Cynthia, I guess this was her tweet uh, tweet with Boomer Sooner hashtag #committed and a couple of pictures with her in a Sooner uniform. If you're wondering about Monticelli, she's a righty, 82 strikeouts last year, a 2.71 ERA in 80 total innings. I was I was told by several people, not just anyone related with OU football or OU softball, because she plays on the the Great Britain national team, and our buddy Tara Henry Tara Henry is the, the coach of that team. And from everything that I have heard, Josh, this young lady has some of the most electric stuff slash potential, and there's really only maybe a couple of people that they've seen with her type of stuff. It's just a matter of making sure you're unlocking it to its maximum potential. And I had heard her name very early on in the process as a possibility for OU, which got me digging because, right, you see 2.71. I don't think she threw the most innings on the staff for Wisconsin by any stretch of the imagination. And you start digging around, and it's like, oh, she's special. But she just needs a little bit more fine-tuning. And I can't think of a better person to help fine-tune someone than Jen Roach and Patty Gasso. So don't get, please, caught up in the numbers or the stats. And let's remember, she's going to have a defense unlike she's ever had around her at Oklahoma as opposed to Wisconsin. And no offense, Badger fans, an offense that can put up runs around her. Everything I hear is that she has a chance to be really, really good for years to come. And Positive, right? Oh, by the way, had
0: 82 strikeouts in 80 yeah. innings. So if we do want to talk some numbers, <laughs> numbers look like uh, Peyton knows how to strike some folks out. But you're right. Wisconsin, uh, I was running through some of the numbers yesterday, 216th nationally in fielding percentage defense for Wisconsin. And uh, I, I don't know if you know, Oklahoma was number one in that <laughs> category. So a little bit of a difference between the two.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so that means the, the second go boomer, has led to like this myriad of, I don't know if the word would be investigative reporting or however you want to look at it. Some have said, why can I, Taryn Kerr, some have thought, am I? Taryn Kerr. Is that right? Taryn Kerr, right. And I remember bringing her up for a while about a possibility for Oklahoma, and I know that I know she wanted to come to Oklahoma at one point, and wants to come to Oklahoma. I would assume if you wanted to, once you still do. And I know that there was some mutual interest, but I mean, we had we had Justin from uh, Justin McLeod from I almost said Justin's World from Extra Inning Softball the other day, and he said kind of that buzz and that feeling was that she was on her way to Washington. Now, like I said, maybe maybe something could have changed in that. Maybe it was something that you know could have changed her perspective and she decides she wants to come to Oklahoma and then of course there's there's everyone's sacred cow right now which is a man of all a lane of Water, the pitcher from Stanford who appears to be not just the best pitcher but the best player in the transfer portal so I don't know about you Josh I don't have I don't have any inkling as to which direction that could go except I know Oklahoma's going to add another pitcher and uh, I know they're going to be in the market in some way, shape, or form for a catcher. So take that for what it's worth. With who's out there and and really in this in this world of like Instagram and social media taking over, they'll announce it personally well before the university can do anything. I I mean we can't even comment Monticelli. You if if I were to call Patty Gasso right now and say, hey, can you come on and talk about Peyton Monticelli? She'd be like, I I, I can't. We have a we have a a rather, you know, interesting issue with NCAA rules that don't allow us to talk about them until you get that uh, signature on the dotted line. So, it, I mean, they can't even talk about it. Have to be yeah. enrolled, right? Got to be enrolled. And and you have to make the announcement from, the, from, from OU too, right? Enrolled and have the announcement. I know she showed up in the database, right, whenever people were searching him. That's how they found out about Monticelli. But at least at least from what I would be looking at if I was an Oklahoma softball fan, is they're going to bring in, obviously, one. It wouldn't surprise me on two, maybe, maybe another player. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Got to look at catching depth. And by the way, the catching depth isn't going to probably be someone that will rock your mind whenever you see their numbers coming in, but it'll be a good cultural fit, and it'll be someone that can – I think, adds add a lot to this team, at least in another body. And by the way, just, I'm just giving the idea of a person. <laughs> I'm not giving you the actual physical kind of numbers and things behind who I think is coming. Did I make sure I gave that the proper caveat to it?
0: So they're not adding Kinsey Hansen out of the transfer portal at catcher?
1: You're, you're not adding a Haley Lee, is what I'm trying to say, right? You're not adding Kinsey Hansen. But then again, you're not bringing in, you know, Chris Plank. You're bringing in someone who's got ability, so that's what I know. That's what I've learned, and everything else you can find out probably on one of the Facebook groups. They seem ahead of everything. Anything else you caught on softball this week? Welcome back, Foley of you, Foley Palima of yeah. you joining the Sooner staff. That's huge, and then Hannah Sparks got hired full time at Auburn, so that's really cool to hear. Really cool to see. But I think Foley being back is cool. Someone that gets the the gas away that understands the championship mindset has a couple of title rings herself, and with this squad that. You know, it's three straight, she can she can be a great example of, hey, stay hungry. Because her team's in, uh, what would that be, 18 and 19. You know, 19 fell in the championship series. That 18 team should have been in the championship series. So it would be good, I think, to have that motivation on staff. All right.
0: Anything else I missed? Are we good? Uh, I would just say on the uh, Taron Kern front, I mean, do we put anything into the Yes Queen response to one, uh, Peyton Monticelli's announcement? Hold on. What? Well, yeah. I mean, Taryn Kern replied to Peyton Monticelli when she announced her commitment. What'd she say? She said, yes, queen.
1: Boy, there's going to be some people that are like, like you might know a few things if you were telling us not to give up on that. If that happens, Josh, that might be an instant spike in the old cred. So by the way, I just want to make this very clear. I've got to text JT Gasso today but it has nothing to do with transfers and everything to do with that weed remover that he showcased on his Instagram story this week. All right, I, I, we got a break. We got a break. It is 9.39 on a Thursday. We're at Cavens Group, 405 573 for 8 right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. To the Canipa Mile knipple meyer chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 welcome back into the plank show oh uh drew england that's right hope trout wine officially off to houston so good on her you know, they're adding the fact that that third coach can be a full-time coach so hopefully hopefully you'll see a lot of coaches uh, a lot of former players get an opportunity to get really good full-time jobs. So Hope Trotwine down in Houston. Hannah Sparks in Auburn. Sid Romero went out to Oregon to be with Missy e. Lombardi. That's a big-time hire. Uh, did I mention Folly coming back here? Folly coming back here from North Carolina. You did? I wonder where, where Ryan Wandersack's going to end up to. He did a great job with Oklahoma this year. Maybe he'll be back. But really cool time for Oklahoma Sooner Softball. In the meantime, I – I want to hit your text. Stephen B.A. writes, Does adding Monticello mean that we are out on Vodder? Hmm. Plank? Kind of ties in to the question that the 405 writes, Any news on Elena Vodder? And I appreciate the very, very cool, unique spelling that many of us have for both Elena and Vodder. I don't think they're out on anyone. I didn't think that they were out on Kern whenever all the rumors was, were whatever, that she was off to Washington. And, I I mean, I don't think they're out on I, If you were to ask me what my very uninformed speculation would be, I think that they were looking to add two pitchers in the portal. I think that they were looking to get five on the roster. They have S.J., Kirsten, Nicole May. Now you add um, Monticelli. Oh, already, thank you. Monticelli from, from Wisconsin. It wouldn't surprise me if there is another pitching addition. But also, also, you know, maybe whenever I had been doing my calculations, I hadn't accounted for the possibility that Jocelyn Erickson would be gone and that you would have to find a, another catcher or another bat. So maybe that that changed that overall view. And what you see as far as that pitching side of things has to adjust because of what you need, you know, in certain positions like catcher, right? Or or maybe some more depth on the infield. So, yeah, I, I don't think that by any means they're out. But I also, Josh, I also, Josh, don't think that it wouldn't surprise me either if she ended up somewhere else. I mean, I mean I, I'm, I'm like hedging my bets here a little bit, but I like Vodder a lot. I hope she ends up here. All right. Um, let's see. No no, 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 no. This was old, right? No, this one's new. Um, Robert, I guess this is new. Robert and Hera writes. Truly believe four per, uh, pitchers worked great last season. None of them got over-pitched, and we were strong for postseason games. I sure hope Vauder is an ad for Oklahoma. Me too, Robert and Hera.
0: Well, and right now that would mean five
1: pitchers. (laughs) SJ's got to work, and she knows it. She knows it. And if she wants to put herself in a position to where she's going to be a part of this for Jen Rocha and Patty Gasso, She's got a she's got grind, and I think she will. So you're right, Josh. That would get you up to five. But four that you would regularly see.
0: Right. Right. Four that you feel really good about. Well, let's next
1: let's move that back a little bit more, right? We only saw three and didn't quite start seeing that fourth consistently until really late in the year, mm-hmm. whenever uh, Kirsten Deal did what she did against Oklahoma State. Uh, and then one more here. This was from the 918. Tommy writes, time for YouTube TV. Listen, I am 100% committed, despite the recent DirecTV Sunday ticket break Don't say it. Don't say it. (laughs) I'm still committed to DirecTV. Unbelievable. I know. But. But.
0: Even after the way they've wronged
1: you. This issue with them pulling the ability for a local affiliate to care if that's my understanding. If someone from channel, what channel is the NBC station, Josh? Is it four? If someone from channel four wants to correct me, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. But pulling that in the middle of a race, come on, man. That's that. That was pretty close to the final, final straw for me. Um, And then can I get one more softball one in here real quick? You may. Uh, Chris, I think Coach Gasso waits until you go on vacation or have any extra days off to announce softball news on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, No, come on. Come on. If anything, Coach Gasso is calling me, telling me not to work. (laughs) She's like, quit working so much. I I think it's exciting times at the Monticelli. I think you're going to see, you know, obviously another big ad. And if Vodder decides that she wants to be a part of this, who's stopping this team, right? Who's going to stop them? Even if they don't add Vodder, they're the three. They're the back-to-back-to-back national champs. Jada Coleman still plays center field. Kinsey Hansen still be on the plate. Tiara Jennings still playing second. I think we're going to be okay. Got to break. Uh, when we come back, <laughs> there's a new angle. To the Damian Lillard trade saga, and early results are in on Chat. Dive into it next on the ref. So you're saying, Josh Hummer, we're not overly confident about the ability to take phone calls today or (laughs) fitty-fitty?
0: Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I'm a little bit concerned. Okay.
1: So we'll just cook for a little bit? I
0: mean, we could try. Technically, True's hanging on, but – I I know that there are currently some issues.
1: Okay, well, since there's only three minutes left in the hour, let's tease an effort to take a phone call to start hour two. If it fails miserably, then we'll move on. But who knows? Maybe it works. Maybe. Yeah, fair, just fair warning. Just be forewarned. It's it's all new. It's all new for us today. Hey, there's a new twist in the Damian Lillard saga. And to update everything that's happened since the start of free agency. For the Thunder, quiet, but Patty Mills has joined the team, which I felt like didn't they trade for him like five years ago? So Patty Mills is here, but really quiet in free agency. Um but overall, everyone signed where they thought where we thought they were gonna sign. No one really shocking left the team except that Damian Lillard has asked for a trade, and now this morning this morning, Woj is reporting that Damian Lillard's agent, Aaron Goodwin, has been calling prospective trade partners and warning against trading for Damian Lillard. What? I don't... In other words, he only wants to go... He only wants to go to Miami. And if he doesn't go to Miami, he's not going anywhere else. Is that... Am I reading too much into that threat? Because that's what it sounds like to me. So he's got the no trade clause and uh, won't go anywhere. No, he doesn't have a no trade clause.
0: Then then he can't tell anybody that. I mean, he'll go where he gets traded to. I know. Player empowerment, baby. I I love it. It it cracks me up. And, you know, on this subject, Perk saying that, oh, they got to, you know, Portland's got to do. No, they don't have to do right by him. He's under contract. (laughs) Stop
1: it. A hundred percent, but they will, they absolutely will because they're soft and they're the trailblazers. Well, I'd, 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 no I'd love for
0: them to just like, I mean, obviously it would be bad business, but I'd love for them to just say, you know what? Nah, you're, you're going to play. <laughs> All
1: right. When we come back, we're going to try it. 405 Your call's next.